0: Welcome back to Noggin Notes. This is episode number 29, and we appreciate your loyalty. If you're listening to us for the first time, we appreciate you checking us out and taking the leap. This is Listener Mail. It's uh, January 29, 2018, and we're really excited to be doing this. On behalf of the Zephyr Wellness Organization and our entire Zephyr family, to the, the opportunity to do this type of thing and be innovative and philanthropic because this podcast is free and because it's something that very few people in our field do, it helps us fulfill the mission, which is our tagline, which is Innovative and Philanthropic Mental Health Practice. Check out ZephyrWellness.org for more. Definitely check out our YouTube channel. That's, uh, that's got a bunch of videos of me talking about similar topics but in a different medium, different format. If you like videos. Uh, that's a great way to to check check out what we have there and uh, see what I look like in person, not just in my voice. Noganotes.com if you haven't checked that out and you just stumbled across us somehow is a, is actually a mental health app. It started out as an application for a phone or tablet by which you can keep track of your thoughts and your feelings. And the podcast came along later to articulate the reasons why that's important, and we help educate on things of emotional and cognitive nature, uh, psychological uh, constructs, therapeutic intent and modalities, and all things related to mental wellness. Uh, noggin Notes aims to educate and enrich your noggin on all those topics, so. We put the podcast in with the app, and the app is an opportunity to keep a little uh, digital journal that's just uh, private to you on your phone. So if you don't have the app, please go download it, and if you do have the app, hope you keep using it. If you don't know about Zephyr Wellness, check out Zephyr Wellness. I know that we're international, and we've got a large following in the UK, and we appreciate you guys, and uh, maybe one of these days, Zephyr Wellness will be able to conduct teletherapy uh, across the world. Uh, That's part of the innovation that we're looking to do also and uh, you know if you're interested in buying into that dream and supporting us just keep following the bigger following you get the more synergy is generated and the more well-being and uh, and encouragement we can send out into the world this is episode number 29 it's listener mail january 29 2018 Welcome back to Noggin Notes. I'm Jake Wiskerson, and I want to take a moment before we answer this uh, week's listener mail to thank people who write in. It takes a lot of courage to offer your personal stories up for public uh, display, and I just I, I'm I'm always humbled by when people seek out uh, my my feedback, my support, my advice, um, however you want to phrase it in the counseling profession, but specifically with regard to these listener mail. Inquiries, I think it's it's just really remarkable that people trust us enough to take their problems seriously and and uh, and their struggles legitimately and handle them with a compassion that is deserving of every human being you know walking the earth. I think we all deserve to be treated with dignity and respect and and I just really appreciate that. Uh, today's uh, author of the the listener mail Haley uh, took the time to reach out and and along with the rest of, of you all uh, we, we don't have time to get to everything but uh, the more listener mail stuff that comes in the more topics we have to to pick from to address so I really appreciate that we've got a nice queue of topics lined up for the next several weeks uh, they're gonna cover things like Uh, college student anxiety and uh, trauma histories and and parenting lots of parenting coming up so thanks for everybody uh, just trusting that that we can handle this with respect and dignity so we'll get right into it It reads uh jake i love listening to your podcast thank you who doesn't Uh, (laughs) but seriously um jake i love listening to your podcast briefly you discussed how relationships with others have an impact on us I was wondering what influence media has on us and how I can be more aware of this when watching TV and movies with my children. I would love to hear some podcasts for parenting and understanding my children and other helpful ways for, for me to raise them. Sincerely, Haley. This is a really, really good topic and it's really, really rich, probably deserving of more than just about you know the 10 or so minutes that I'm going to give it today. And I promise that we will dive into this. But the first thing I want to say is that, yes, our relationships with others do have an impact on us. Our relationships with our entire environment have an impact on us, such to the point that some people believe, and there's an idea out there that says this, that all of what we do is influenced by our environment. And that's not to say that we forsake Uh, physiological responses. Obviously, we we kicked off this podcast several months ago with an entire series on emotional functioning, and emotions are a neurological function. They're adaptive. They tell us what the environment is doing so that we can respond appropriately. But those responses are absolutely dictated by the people in our lives who have told us how to respond to such stimuli. So, for example, a person might have a certain response to a snake out of fear that tells them to run away because they were told that snakes are scary and to run away from snakes now other people milk snakes venom for a living they're not afraid at all um well, that's not true they are afraid but they have managed to moderate that fear uh and, and it all depends on how you're raised as a very young child what the influences were around you so if you're taught that uh, say for example. Uh, Snakes are something to be feared, and we don't go around them and and we exterminate them, then you're going to carry that into adulthood. But if you're taught that snakes are interesting or that they're beneficial or that they're pets, you're going to have that, and you take that into your adulthood as well uh, and Of course, there are several consequences that fall out from both of those types of of influences the The consequence of being afraid of snakes is that you might develop an irrational fear of snakes for all snakes, whether or not they're dangerous. And then the flip side of that is that if you're not taught appropriately how to respect the dangerous snakes, uh, if, if, you've, if you're taught that they're pets and they're fun and they're interesting and curious, you may inadvertently walk up to a dangerous snake not knowing what it is and, and get bitten. So the, the idea is that the environment influences, no, no doubt. And the younger generation, uh, the, you know, children, especially in their really super formative years of age 2-ish to about age 10-ish, um, they they don't they don't really stop to question whether or not what they're being told is accurate or even true. So we want to be mindful of what we put in front of our children. And that goes on to the topic about influence and what me, what influence media has on us. and I should say have because media is a plural word. Medium would be the singular. and I know we've misused that all the time, but um, the influence of of the multiple forms of media that we have, uh, from television to uh, paper media, books, uh, magazines, newspapers, uh, online influences with social media, uh, there, are, there are medium, uh, the, the, the medium that you're listening to right now could be considered social media, I suppose, but, it, but it's something very different. It's not quite news, and it's not quite uh, book, and it's not quite internet, so we'll call it podcast media. So all of these things have an influence on us. And depending on what you put, what you expose your children to, they're absolutely going to get their worldview shaped by those media. If you're not sitting with them, talking to them about what is reality, what is not reality, uh, then, then they're going to take some of that in and they're going to do what's called generalize it. They're going to apply it to broader life as though it's all true and all real all the time. I think any of us can think of a, a friend or a relative who has a very limited view on the way that the world works, based solely on their own upbringing. So they might make generalizations or they might make conclusions about something or someone or some group of people or some events based solely on what their childhood experience was like, and they're not interested in moving off of that. And there are reasons for that, and we can get into it later. But that, but that rigidity helps to keep them safe. And sometimes people say, so locked into their rigid worldview." that it ends up causing them harm in the in the long run because uh you know the people they run into don't want to interact with somebody who's who's only going to see the world one way and it's based on something from many, many years ago that has since changed or evolved or or is is no longer accurate, relevant, true, or useful. So you want to be mindful of what kinds of media you're setting in front of your kids because they're going to take that stuff in. Right now as I'm recording this, I know that my my two and a half year old is watching on his grandmother's tablet, a video of Clifford the Big Red Dog. Now, they're teaching him the spell, and they're teaching him different life lessons. They're probably a little bit too advanced for a two-and-a-half-year-old, although my two-and-a-half-year-old definitely knows his letters, and he can read some some words. But that point aside, if, he, if all he ever sees is Clifford the Big Red Dog uh, interacting with Emily Elizabeth, then he possibly could grow up uh, in a few years and think that all big red dogs are like Clifford, or maybe all dogs are like Clifford, and this is really important, so we want to make sure that whatever's being shown and introduced to our kids, whether it's a Disney movie with, you know, talking cars, or, uh, you know, Clifford the Big Red Dog movie, or a book about, um, you know, a cartoonish interpretation even of, of uh, Bible and the scripture, we want to make sure we moderate that and give it some context so that, that the child knows that there's more than just what we're introducing them to. And obviously this is done over time and very consistently and over a long period. And there's going to be questions and answers and, and repetitions and so forth. So we want to make sure that we're patient and we're compassionate and kind when we're educating our children. But yeah, absolutely the media have an influence. And um, similarly, if, if all they're exposed to is, say, violence in video games, what happens is not necessarily an increased... Uh, proclivity for violence, but what can happen is that they get desensitized to it. So a child who may normally find uh, gunfire, uh, something to be afraid of and run away from, the child who grows up playing first person shooter games may not think too much of of seeing a dead person on the news or or hearing a, a story about someone who died because they've just been exposed to it repeatedly over and over and over again. So that's another way that the media can have influence on on our children, but also us. If we're repeatedly exposed to things, then what happens is we, we lose the sensitivity that's necessary to navigate life. And that's a that's a neurological component. It's how we train our first responders um, we don 't we don 't take away their fear or we don 't take away their disgust responses. What we do is we train them to get through it very quickly. Similarly, we can do that with repeated exposure to media uh, topics you know that are very dramatic, full of drama uh, you know Hollywood stories that kind of thing. It can make our own lives seem uh, dull or bland or boring or not as flashy, and so we lose the excitement of our own lives if we 're repeatedly exposed to those stories if we 're repeatedly exposed to violence we 'll you know, we'll, we'll be desensitized to violence and we will lose our humanity. We, will, we won't care so much when uh, we hear a tale of a, you know, a violent event in the news. So we do want to make sure that we're um, paying attention to that and guarding our children. Uh, I'm a big advocate for uh, retaining children's innocence as long as possible. So uh, leading into what Haley's asking, you know, how can I be more aware of this when watching TV and movies with my children? Just put yourself in the mindset of, if everything you introduce to your children stays in their minds forever and ever and ever, choose wisely what you put in front of them. And then if you accidentally expose them to something, say they walk in, you know they come out of bed and you don't hear them and you're watching a, uh, a violent movie, and they walk in and ask what's going on during the middle of the lovemaking scene. Take the time to pause, turn it off, shield them, return them to bed, uh, maybe you know, depending on age, explain or don't explain what's going on. And, of course, that's going to be left up to you in your own discretion. But make sure you shield them from that because what happens is if kids get exposed to stuff too early on, developmentally their brains can't handle it, and you actually do risk introducing vicarious trauma. And we don't need children inadvertently developing PTSD simply because they watch something horrific on a movie you know if uh, someone's head gets blown off or something we don't we don't want to introduce that into their psyches at too early of an age really at no no age should anybody be watching something like that uh but that's that's what we face these days and and it's everywhere it's on it's on facebook it's on instagram it's it doesn't have to just be you know the the dvd put into the into the player and, and turned on so um as for your uh parenting and understanding helpful ways to raise them. I'm going to press pause on that. We're going to dive into that in a, in a few weeks here. We're going to do some, uh, a whole series on parenting, and I look forward to it. So I hope that answers the question. I hope it uh, clears some stuff up. Um, bottom line is, everything we ever come in contact with has an, has an effect on us, and we want to be as mindful and intentional about those things uh, with which we come in contact so that we, we can purposely put ourselves in a position to uh, learn to develop, to grow, and not to harm ourselves or our children. So, um, let's be mindful. Uh, let's let's purposely put stuff in front of our children that that's going to help them grow and not stunt their growth. And uh, let's do the same for each other. You know, um, let's let's not purposely put ourselves in front of uh, repeated exposures to negativity because that then makes us negative. It makes us fearful. We we end up walking through life on eggshells, wondering when you know when the big earthquake is going to come or the big nuclear bomb is going to blow up or, you know, when the, when the boogeyman is going to snatch our kids off the street. And statistically, if we use reason and logic, we just know that stuff's not true. Uh, and we don't have to go through life hovering in high anxiety simply because of repeated exposure to whatever you know, media wants us to, to click on. So uh, thanks for listening and um, i look forward to answering more listener mail you can reach us at info at nogginnotes.com or info at zephyrwellness.org and i'll be happy to take your questions and uh, keep keep this stuff rolling Uh, please feel free to share with your friends subscribe uh, give us a rating and review on itunes that helps other people get um, exposed to this so that they can help alleviate some stress in their lives And also, check out the Zephyr Wellness YouTube channel and subscribe there. uh, That's that's just more content in a different format. Uh, For those of you who are visual learners, I I do some videos. So Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. And on behalf of the Noggin Notes team and the Zephyr Wellness family, I wish you great mental health. Bye-bye.